What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the My Mike and I podcast. I am Noah Alvarez, and this is episode 146. Thank you guys for tuning in, no matter where you're listening from. And guess what? I was actually looking at my statistics the other day. I got a lot of listeners over in the Columbus, Ohio area. So that's pretty dope. Shout out to all the Ohio listeners. Shout out to Dr. Cesar Padilla from the Ohio area, which I'm pretty sure a lot of those, you know, fans kind of transferred over, and I'm glad you guys have stuck it through. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. That's episode 136 if you want to listen to the convo with Cesar Padilla, which I highly recommend. And there's a lot of good conversations up in the library of the My Mike and I podcast. And while you're listening, be sure to follow, subscribe, and like the podcast's homepage. Now, before we get into things, did want to thank Generic Sports for producing the instrumental playing in the background. You can check out more of his work on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Twitter, and Generic Sports. Oh, and Instagram, my bad. Just search up Generic Sports. And shout out to the homie Vince Correa for designing the My Mike and I logo that you are seeing on your screen. He also helps out, too, with some of the graphics that go into the My Mike and I podcast page. If you're on Instagram, go ahead and give that page a follow at my period Mike and period I. I just, you know, have a lot of fun promoting audio or visual snippets from the previous, you know, episode. I like to highlight some things that the guests had said that were really impactful, that really resonated with me or that I think will really resonate with people on Instagram, the listeners, etc., etc. So, you know, just be sure to check it out. Support the podcast any way possible. I'd greatly appreciate it. And we got some stickers. All right, so if you're interested in getting some stickers, I know with the video, I'm going to start throwing some stickers up. I have a few on my laptop already, but if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'm going to start displaying the stickers on the table that we record on as well, just to kind of give that visual enhancement. Now, before we get into things, too, with this week's guest, did want to shout out to some of the other podcasts that I either work alongside or I'm a part of. So that being said, shout out to True 100 Radio, spelled T-R-U, the number one, 100radio.com. It's a radio station that myself and a few other my colleagues, we started. It's a podcast network. There's plenty of dope podcasts like the Stupid Geniuses podcast, You're Doing Fine Miha, The Morning Routine plenty of other podcasts up on that platform including some ones that i'm a part of as well so be sure to check out the double down sports podcast with myself and alec romero we talk about sports on a bi-weekly basis so two times a month you will hear us talk about all the news that happen in the latest sports cycle and be sure to check out the front row seat hey jacob fanshaw and i first off jacob fanshaw is one of my bestest 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 friends and so it's really uh, it's really just an intimate conversation. This is what our hangouts are usually about. And sometimes we talk about some funny stuff. Sometimes we talk about some deep personal stuff. We get heavy on the show. Sometimes we talk about some, you know, controversial stuff, politics. But I, I really, you know, it's just an invitation to check out our conversations. And sometimes it's a lot of fun. So definitely go check out the front row seat. Check it out on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play, all that good stuff. And be sure to check out a sip of crime that's with myself and mac if you're a fan of true crime podcast be sure to check that one out we 
talked about people like Richard Ramirez. We've talked about people like William Billy McFarlane with the Fire Festival. So we kind of try and dive into a bunch of different crimes. We're not all about serial killers and stuff like that. We got Bonnie and Clyde. We got an episode two on Aaron Hernandez. So check it out. Be sure to uh, yeah listen if you're a fan of true crime. And last but not least, be sure to check out the Lock Talk podcast. This one is like a combination of sports and pop culture. I try to record every week, and it's a bunch of my colleagues, some of them from college, some of them from people I've met down here, doing different internships, that kind of deal, and just, you know, working around the community, and we're all up on the latest sports and pop culture news. Be sure to check out the Lock Talk podcast, Double Down Sports, A Front Row Seat, and A Sip of Crime, all available on the True 100 radio platform. Now, can I get a drum roll, please? The guest for this week's show is a two-for-one. We not only get Wim, who returns for his third time on the My Mike and I podcast, but we also get his producer, Young Serpent. Young Serpent, like I said, is a producer out of Orange County. He's actually connected with uh, some of the other people that I've had on the podcast, Ronnie from Colorblind, as well as AD from Garden Grove. And we talk about, first of all, their connection, some of their music that they have made together and music that they got coming out. Also, what was it like during the pandemic and quarantine and a few other things as well. So without further ado, hope you enjoy the conversation between Young Serpent, Wim, and myself. Well, thank you guys again for coming out to join the Mike and I podcast. Thanks for having us, bro. Win third time. Third time. Fourth time, actually. Fourth time, time, you're right. Fourth time. Yeah. Fourth time, and we got um, we got Serpent. Yes, this is my right hand right here, bro. Actually, my left hand, because I'm a lefty, so that's my left hand right here. There you go. I'm lefty, too. That's wild. Oh, <laughs> wow. Fun fact, bro. <laughs> Lefties do it better, you heard? All right. <laughs> so tell me, where did you get the name Serpent from? Um, I don't know. Basically, it's like... If someone like thinks of like the name serpent, they're like, like serpents. I guess I guess snakes or whatever. It's like, it's not known to be like something that someone would like want to fuck with because it's I don't know. But I kind of look at it like if you if someone like looks at my name and be like, oh serpent, what the fuck? I don't want to fuck with you already because mm. it's like why are you gonna judge me off my name? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of something a little bit like that, just like. And it's Basically worked that. before too. That's the funny thing. Like people yeah. are like, "Why are we working with someone named yeah. Serpent?" Like, I don't want no snakes. Yeah. There's blah, like a little bit. Yeah, there's like a little bit about like mythology in there too. But because mm. um, they had like a dual like personality or whatever, and I, I incorporate that with like the beats or whatever. Like I can do whatever. Yeah, I like to make literally anything. So that's there a fact. Kind of yeah, goes like that. and serpents are like. I mean, just from what I remember, like Medusa had the serpents in her hair, right? Yeah. And then like Mexico, the flag has the snake and the serpent. But like mm-hmm. that was like old tale too. So Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so serpent's been around. You yeah, know I mean? like it's one of those historical animals. Yeah. yeah. How did you two meet? Like your first ever encounter? We went to school together. This is the funny. This is the funniest shit, bro. So, we went to elementary school together, like kindergarten to eighth grade, mm-hmm. and we were like, we were never tight or anything. Like we never like we knew of each other's real small like community, mm-hmm. but we never like linked up on on anything really. And then he went to his high school. I went to my high school. Never thought I was ever going to see this dude again. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I'm backstage at a show at Mirror Image Studios, was it? Yeah. In, in, in Anaheim. 
And I see him backstage. I was like, bro, you went to Holy Family, bro. Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? You rapping now? He's like, no, nah, I'm producing for the guy that's performing right now. Yeah, it was funny because it was uh, 80 had a show that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah you know, I, was, I was fucking with them and then still do. Yeah, yeah they o- were. OG, OG Art too, Yeah, right? OG Art and I just 80. talked to OG. I shot OG Art yeah. too. He just hit me up the other yeah. day. We gonna it was like a, I think it was like an 80 show that day. And then Ronnie was there too. Yeah. All Shout out them. They're cool as fuck. Damn, so you go back with them. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. crazy. And then uh, we just linked up, got got the socials. He sent me a beat. And the first song I ever put out was called Round Two. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's still up. That Piff. That Piff. Dap Piff. Ooh, <laughs> Dap Dap Piff. Piff. Oh, shit. I always wonder, is like, Dap Piff still around? Like, if you were to search... Look, yeah, the, I don't even know if people... Here, here's a gem. All my old, all my old, old, old stuff is on Dat Piff. If mm-hmm. you want old win before I'm even comfortable, like, like look up <laughs> me on Dat Piff, bro. Like Memory Lane and stuff? <laughs> yeah, like Melody Lane. Even before that, bro, like uh, my first album, Pregame, the second one, Addictions, and then Brainstorm. All the stuff leading up to Pros and Cons and Melody Lane and all mm-hmm. the new stuff was all on Dat Piff, bro. Damn. Before SoundCloud. That was an era, though. Like mm-hmm. It was. Because you... I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes to download albums or mixtapes, you had to go through some sketchy sites, and you might download or catch them. LimeWire, Lime yeah, <laughs> LimeWire, you know what I mean? Just on the yeah. hush, hush. But uh, yeah. you know, like Dapiff was reliable. Like you can get the mixtape. It was, you know, usually yeah. no problems to your computer and stuff. And yeah. mm-hmm. I felt like it was a, it was an era. You know what I mean? Like the kids nowadays will never experience that. They'll never sure. know. <laughs> They'll never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Yeah, Dapiff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, just like linked up from there, and then like. Yeah, bro, and then we yeah, just started that, making hits after hits, bro. It's just it just gradually just happened. It was just we didn't really force anything. It was just you know mm-hmm. he liked the beats, and then we just kept going. Okay, so I'll start with you. What was your first impression of him after you know? Maybe- oh, I fucked with him way before. Like I met him, you know. Okay. I mean, like I met him. Like obviously, like I knew who he was, so I always knew like he was doing music. Yeah. And then I don't know. I always fucked with it, and then I remember, bro. I sent you a DM like a long time ago, and like. I was like, oh, yo, bro, keep doing what you're doing. Like, here's some beats, you know? They were trash. They were so <laughs> trash. The beats were, like, really bad. Uh-huh. And then I don't even think you responded or something. And then, like, we just met up, like, organically later on. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You probably never got that DM, but it was trash, dude. <laughs> maybe, trash. maybe. I called the album thing. Orange Juice, bro. Really? Yeah, it was fuck- It was stupid. <laughs> I would have clicked on it if I would have seen Orange yeah, Juice. Yeah, we got started from somewhere, but that was, you know... But at the time, you believed those were your best. Yeah, yeah I knew we would link eventually. I just kind of had a feeling, so. Whatever. I was probably trash back then, too, so it's all good. It's all about the growth, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No bro. one starts off at anything oh, yeah. great right away, you know? Yeah, every producer's beats are trash when they start. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what made you want to be a producer? At what age did you kind of find that uh, interest? Well, I started around, like, 2012, 2013, like, in high school. Mm-hmm. I had an old friend of mine, like, he, like, DJed and stuff. So he kind of, like, showed me everything, and then I just, like, fell in love with it. So I was like, I'm just take off. Mm-hmm. So you started off DJing, or was I you... started DJing a little bit, but, yeah. like, he taught me, like, everything, you know? And then, um, man, I just kept going. Because he, he produced a little bit, and then he was doing, like, more, like, EDM stuff. And then I was like, no, nah, I was gravitated towards hip-hop, so I was like, I just want to make beats. Mm-hmm. You know, so just just kept going, you know? Got Did it. You... Yeah. Did you have any, like, producers or artists in the industry that you looked up to? Um... Honestly, when I started, it was more, I don't know if you heard of Selection, but it was, like, it's just, like, a collective of, like, producers and artists. Mm-hmm. Mostly them. And then I went to, like, underground, like, rave, like, hip-hop shows. Mm. Like, Hamlet and everything. I don't know if you've heard of that. But we we went to there. And then, I don't know, met people through that. And then kind of just, like, I don't know, started to feel it. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So, just kept going. Yeah. Once you feel it, it's over, bro. Yeah. Once yeah. you know, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that shit really like helped though, like with the DJing too, because I love that too, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I haven't done it forever, but it's it's super fun. Mm-hmm. So and then just being like just around the music, it's dope. Makes sense. What were your first beats? What did they kind of sound like? What did they kind of give off? Uh, just like more like just like hi hat weird hi hat patterns. Yeah. And then like a lot of bass. That's kind of how it is now, but I cleaned it up a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, basically just chilling. More like I don't know, more sample based at first, and then mm. it gravitated i still love sampling but just basically sample based and then the little original stuff but i don't know sampling i fucking love that shit <laughs> yeah no it's, it's creative yeah. I, I think a lot of people who sample there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it. it's like a bigger picture you know what i mean yeah. whether it's kanye or jay dilla like people like that yeah, for sure when they can pull a little clip especially like older music like mm-hmm. like soul or jazz or something like that i really like when they're able to do something like that yeah for sure yeah oh yeah dude okay well i know Turn it back to you, Wim. What was your first impression of him and his beats when you know you guys first linked up? I wish I opened that DM because <laughs> bro, it's in there if you find it. I'm, bro, maybe it's <laughs> on your old. If you click that link, it's gone. It's, it's, it's not, no one sees that shit ever. I thought he was like a like a trap beat guy because he sent me like 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 three beats that I remember getting at the very beginning of all this mm-hmm. and. Like, they were just trapped out. Like, mm-hmm. super... And hi-hats, bro. He still has those dancing hi-hats. <laughs> but they were wild before, bro. Like, the hi-hats was like... Like, fully automatic, yeah, like, bro. way higher than the beat. Yeah, bro. We didn't know how bad. to mix back then. That was the difference. But um, I was like, okay, he's gonna make... If I need trap beats, I'm going to Young Serpent, bro. Like, mm-hmm. th- that was it. And then he sent me another one. Um, it sounded like Clams Casino, which is like... I was a big fan of ASAP Rocky back then. And ASAP Rocky mm-hmm. was working with uh, Clams Casino a lot. Which gives you that kind of like Houston kind of slow to trap like yeah it kinda, chopped and screwed yeah, almost yeah chopped yeah. and screwed almost vibes bro and like there was a song that we put out oh I didn't we didn't put it out but it was before our first song that we put out round two um, and that was the one I remember. I remember that beat I don't know what it was called we gonna remember. find it I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> rap on it again I think you have it on the hard drive I don't know I don't remember what I called it but but yeah <laughs> I remember I, where we were when we listened to it and everything yeah. I remember. I still have the project somewhere. I'm a. I, I just got access to my old emails. So I'm gonna dig in there and Ooh. find something, bro. There you go. You yeah. had the same one forever though, because I think I probably sent it to the one I still sent it to. No, but I'm telling you, I found my like MySpace one. Oh. It's over with now. So you're, bro. you're like 14 when you got that email. <laughs> yeah, bro. My profile pic. I'm about to just delete it. Um. But yeah, honestly, I was like trap. He's like the trap artist go to mm-hmm. go to guy. And little did I know that he can he can do like literally everything. And obviously that came with time, but I mean everything comes with time. But at first I was like trap. This is the trap guy right here for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Right. So how did that initial relationship and you guys first sending emails back and forth turn into what it is now, where you guys like solely work with each other? Just organically. Yeah, dude. It just happened because it's like we didn't really like we didn't link up for a while, but then when we did, it was just I don't even remember the first time we linked up honestly, but I don't remember. We just like I don't know it started with just like I was sending him stuff and then he liked it because even now I'll send him like whatever say i sent him five right mm-hmm. and then he probably only liked two three that he really likes mm-hmm. and then the rest is like who cares you know mm-hmm. they're just just send something it was just more like sending back and forth and then we eventually linked up and then yeah we used, i used to pull up on a, on your grandma's crib yeah the little back house <laughs> with the beats it was all dark and like sinister yeah. mm-hmm. like we, serpent yeah, would dude. do and and, and, and yeah. we was just over there and he was drinking the Tito's mm-hmm. and I was like why are you drinking vodka bro yeah, I, was, I was on the vodka for a while and then I graduated he moved up in life um, yeah. but yeah bro I don't even remember like it's so much I mean we're in 2021 now mm-hmm. and so much has happened that it's really hard to give it a step by step but it, it happened all the right way at the right time I feel like yeah, yeah it was just you know? super gradual that's why it's like 
I don't know. It's the best way. Like it wasn't nothing was forced. I didn't be like, bro, let's do this, let's do this. And it was just, it just happened. Mm-hmm. You know. And I feel like that's the best. And that's why we, the music's fire. You know. Like, yeah. It's just, it just happens. It's not, it's nothing's forced. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's good. Okay. And we don't even like. It's crazy. The other day he was like, bro, it's funny. Like, we're like close, but we don't even kick it that much. Mm. Like, but mm. every time we kick it, it's like we pick up where we left off. Yeah, and that means more to me, bro. Like that's why you're my brother. You're not even my best friend, my brother, yeah, bro. Dude, because it's... we because we have the same mindset and we know like where yeah. we're going, and we don't even have to talk about it. Like we don't talk that much when it comes to like let's meet up. We just do it. We just do it, and yeah. that's why just it's been a slow growth, but easy come, easy go, right? So yeah, that's it, why yeah. it's basically like a. It's it's not a, obviously he's my homie, but it's like it's a music relationship at the same time. But it's like yeah. you know, like I'll do anything for him, or do anything for me. It's like it's just you know whatever. But it's just we have that understanding. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. There's nothing really to talk about with like that, because it's like, at least between me and him, there's nothing to talk about. It's just like we know, we know. Yeah. So and it's super natural, dude. That's why it's like super like, I don't know. I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. It's dope. And I think as you get older, we learn to appreciate people that we could just sit in silence with, right? I know that's something that we talk about quite a bit. Like we could just hang out, sit in silence, not have to say anything, but like we get it, we vibe, and like yeah. you said, you can take time away from each other and then kind of pick up right where you left off. But that's mm-hmm. something I. I feel like as you get older, you tend to gravitate more toward those people, and those yeah. people are just like meant to be in your circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No I, doubt. We could just sit there. He'll be in his headphones. I'll be over here scrolling or whatever. And yeah, dude. He'll be like, "Yo, I got three hits." I'm like, <laughs> "All right, let me hear him, bro." Yeah. yeah, like we could be doing totally something. He'd be on Instagram doing his thing, but engaging with people, whatever. I'm over there working, and then it's like, "Listen, mm-hmm. bet, record, done." You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like every session, there's something getting done. Mm-hmm. Like, people like to get like drunk and shit like granted we like to do that too but it's like we're gonna be productive while we do it mm. you know I'm, we're gonna leave the session with something yeah. sure there's been a couple where we leave with shit because we just got wasted or whatever but that's fine but nine times out of ten we're getting shit done like yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, there's gonna be a song out of that session and okay. we have that discipline too where we'll get a bottle and we won't even crack that bitch open until at least one of the multiple beats is mm. done yeah, and I was like two weeks ago like, I'm like, he'll, like, nah. be like, he'll, be like <laughs> he'll be like bro like I wanna drink right now but just, just wait just wait yeah. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to go smoke then. <laughs> and then I'll come back and he'll be like, bro, listen to this. And it's it's a hit already. Yeah. It's a it's hit like, already. Like you can get like two like waste or whatever and then you just you just bullshit and talk about what you're going to do. It's like, yeah. why don't you do what you're going to do and then then have a good time, you know? I'd rather right. talk about what we did, bro. Exactly. You know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I think a lot of people have that like mixed up. Like they think the studio session is just for like, oh, let's go get fucked up for an Instagram picture. And think, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Think it's like, oh, because we're in the studio, so let's take a picture. Like we're all fucked up. It's cool. But what? Did you make a song that night? No. Right. Did you waste? Like, people yeah. paying for studio time is ri- ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're in there for, you book a four-hour session, you're partying for three, and then one, you're scrambling, and then you come out with nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be back next week. Like. <laughs> <laughs> to waste more, more money, yeah, more hours. Yeah, stupid. Like, for work, real. That's you know? dumb. I can't relate work to that. Work before play, you know? Yeah. yeah but if you could play while you work, that's even better. <laughs> Only the elite few can Yeah, do. as long as yeah. you're getting productive, you know? Exactly. Yeah. All right, right on. Amen. So how, how does the creative spark, uh, process start for you when you make a beat from scratch? Bro, I'll play them a sample or keys or something that I'm playing or whatever. Because I've been sampling a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So I'll play him some shit. He likes it. And then if he likes the sample, it's a hit already. Like, mm-hmm. like I already know. Like, I know drums he wants. Like, I know. If he likes the, like, a guitar sample or whatever, like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, Pace. Pace is a perfect song. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I played because Pace was a sample. I played it, and he was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then I knew the drums were gonna hit, and then like if he likes it, it's 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 over with, mm-hmm. you know. So it, you just build the drums around it, and then it's it's, it's such a luxury as an artist too to be able to have 
someone like him who's who's down to just sit down and build it from nothing like absolutely nothing mm-hmm. we come in we don't know what it's what's going to come out of it and he goes through his his libraries and he plays little snippets or he'll go through little instruments and play his little little riffs and i'm like that mm-hmm. that's how i'm feeling right now because i never know how to explain because he always asks me like oh what do you want to do i'm like dude i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know but i'll know yeah. when they, when i hear it and he'll go through and even if there's one that he likes he'll be like no i'll I say keep going. He'll be like, all right, we'll save that one later. Yeah, and then keep going. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because if he makes a dope beat, because every beat he makes is dope. But mm-hmm. if I don't have an idea for it, then where what's gonna what's gonna happen with it? Right. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. So we'll keep going until something sparks inside of me, yeah. and then he'll see my spark, and then he'll go off that, mm. and then he'll add the drums. And one, once we get the tempo and the and the and the, uh, the sample and the melody all down, and I have a hook because I write hooks first mm-hmm. mostly. And I have a hook for it already before he's even done adding the drums. We know it's gonna be a song. Okay. We know it's gonna be. A it's hit. just like if he hears a sample, he's already humming some shit. Mm. <laughs> like keys, whatever he's humming some shit, and I'm like, bet. And it, and it, it, we work like hand in hand because if like if he's like having like a melody, like he has a cadence going, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna base my drums, hi hats, every little instrument behind what he's saying. Mm. And mm-hmm. then it just works, dude. Like it just works. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's super important for someone <clears throat> that's trying to do it. Is like producer and art. Like producers probably get like thrown in like the back because it's like you can go look on a type beat on youtube and granted i make them too yeah but it's like you can go and type and be like oh i make a type beat but it's like i don't know you're gonna sound like everybody else like if you have like if you're with the artist and it's like y'all been like tight forever and you have that chemistry it's like mm. you're gonna make something way different right know? like not even like i don't know like you can go like polo g type beat or whatever the fuck you know whatever whoever's popping right now mm-hmm. and then find dope beats from producers but it's like you're gonna sound like everybody else yeah there's not you a know? lot of uh individuality. and there's no there's no hate on that because i make the type beats too i do the youtube shit i do all that yeah but it's like and those are just throwaways from what he doesn't want that's the thing bro like, <laughs> they hard, and, but they they're just... still hard at the end of the day but it's just they don't resonate with him then it's not gonna happen you mm. know it's not a big deal i'd give him five more tomorrow <laughs> yeah <that makes> sense. <laughs> it's, just, it's all good mm-hmm. but i don't know uh i think people sleep on that a lot like an artist and producer relationship is what what people need to let go because when we go up because we're gonna go and we're not we're not shit right now but we will yeah once we're there it's like fuck like like look at drake and 40 like other yeah. people like that it's like 40 is makes everything even if he just had because he collaborates with other people but it's like 40 is has a has a say in every beat right you know he's in there mm-hmm. it's like you yeah. know that's that's hopefully what we do you know and what we will do but yeah. you know we ain't shit now but We'll get there. I want to say you guys aren't shit now. I, I feel I like you guys shit, but you know we'll, yeah, we'll get there. You know? Yeah, maybe not the, your dream destination, but I feel yeah, like no, no, I appreciate that. But it's just you know we'll get there. Like yeah, I'm of not course. even tripping. But that that relationship is what people need because mm-hmm. it's like like we're going up. There's no way, right? No <laughs> way but up. Like there's yeah. literally nothing. Mm-hmm. For real, you need a team. And as much as people say, oh, I'm doing it myself. I, I got enough. I'm gonna I'm buy all the beats. I'm gonna do no, bro. It's about relationships, mm-hmm. bro. It's literally more about. Uh, connections and and just building it from the ground up and authenticity and it being organic mm-hmm. and I've been doing it organically so long that I can see through when someone's not doing it that way mm. and yeah. you may fool everyone else but I know we know <laughs> so we're just gonna keep doing it we got the formula bro and it's just a matter of time before you know it blows up mm-hmm. yeah dude and fucking low-key shout out KWAP too because KWAP fucking my homie Cam like mm-hmm. basically the same relationship mm-hmm. you know it's like K-Wop's the man. Completely yeah. different artist, but same relationship. Yeah, he, he's yeah. from out here. He's originally from Texas, but he's from out here. You know, yeah. I, he, he stays out here now, but he's originally from Texas. That dude's literally the same shit. 
Okay. Same shit. Like, mm-hmm. K-Wop's fire. There'll Can't be some times where he'll make a beat and he'll be like, I want you on it. And I'll hear it. I'll be like, give that to K-Wop. Give that to K-Wop, bro. <laughs> it's not, yeah, dude, like, oh, that know. That one's K-Wop's like, like, he's crazy. Like, he's fire. Like, yeah, he's, nah, hard. He's, he's hard. He's hard. He's hard. Completely different artist than me. No, nah, and no, nah, like, he, he's originally from Texas, so he, he has that Texas vibe that he gives off, but he's, dude, he's fire. Okay. K-Wop's a man. I'll have to check him out. No, nah, he's a man. Yeah, 21 Sappers vibes. Yeah. He goes vibes. You know, like, from the South, you can tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you are. Now, you mentioned earlier that it's more than just one person that behind a song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, in Spotify, Apple Music, a lot of times for most songs and tracks, you only see the artist's name. Do you feel like producers should maybe get credit? I, mean, I know some, like, Hit Boy will put their name into things. Yeah. But do you potentially see, like, everyone who was involved getting involved in credit? I think that's more? super dope and that's awesome. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm in it. It's like, I'm... Like, we're working together, so it's like, mm-hmm. if they see Wim, they're going to see me. I don't really care. If mm. I don't really need my name on there. Like, just give me the producer cred, whatever, and the Spotify credits, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I don't need my name on his shit, because I, I don't want to take the attention away from him, because True. he's what's going to bring in the people. True. You know, me, I'm just behind the scenes. So, like, I get I get my credit, I get my, you know, we get our money, whatever. Yeah. It's like, we'll get all that, but, like, I don't, I don't need to be in the spotlight. I'm going to leave that to him, because that's what's going to... Like, I love you, but that's what's going to make us money. You right, know? right, right. So yeah, it's nice. like, that's like, it's whim, you know? Like, fuck me. Like, I'm in the back. My <laughs> shit's fire. So I, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of like, okay, like think of a restaurant. Like there's someone cooking the food and there's someone who puts it together and then there's the person who brings it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Usually it's like a different, but there's a lot of people involved that yeah. make music. So I've always wondered like what, like a producer's perception on that is. Yeah, I, I dude, I don't, I don't care. It's all about him in my eyes, you mm-hmm. know, or K-Wop too. Cause I shout out 82 cause 80 is the man, but yeah. like we just reconnected but like you know like it's just for me it's all about the artist like i'm just the producer mm-hmm. you know and it's like it's I, I base it off of how 40 is like he's not on the scene like that and neither am i yeah it's just like you just know if you hear a drake song 40 had something to do with it right i want to be like that i don't okay. i don't really care because i don't wanna be showing my face and shit like who cares it's all about him it's not about me yeah yeah you know so you're and cool behind like, the scenes and that's why we're gonna fucking win dude because it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's sometimes where i'm like i wish i could fly under the radar and still take my 50 percent, bro yeah. like some it's, it's crazy yeah. like yeah i do get you know like more of the attention more of the glory but i also get like I have to take the bullet sometimes, you know, and I have to take the stress and like and all that. So we have an understanding where there's no absolutely no hard feelings when it comes to that. I take more of the positive and more of the negative. But we at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when yeah. all that, you know, industry, fame, whatever perception shit is, is out the window, we still got the piece of the pie right here and we splitting it the way we said we was going to split it. So yeah. it doesn't even matter. I don't even think it's good to be famous these days. Like, mm. I'll just... Mm, I, 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 like, I'm sure he envy, like you say, he envies me, but I'm just like, I don't envy you, bro. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Man, okay. if he switch places, so, he wouldn't. He would yeah, no, I don't like to be on the scene like that. I just have never been, but that's 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 his job. Okay, El- elaborate on that, though. Why do you not think it's good to be famous? Like, what is fame to you? Happiness, bro. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about fame. It's just like, as long as I'm happy and I'm straight, dude, mm-hmm. I don't care, dude. Like, I don't care. Like, money's cool and shit. Like, obviously, we're going to get it, but like fine okay i just i don't as long as like i think fam, fuck fame but it's just happiness is like the root of everything if you're happy true if you're happy bro that mean if you're happy and you're doing music that means you're you know you're making some money yeah you're doing your thing you know i want to i want to be at home making music because i i love music like that's my shit yeah i love yeah. this shit more than anybody at the end of the day so it's like that's why we're gonna win because mm-hmm. we love it right right Thanks. i don't care about no instagram picture bro like i don't care i don't post my shit i just post my music mm-hmm and that fuck me there's nothing it has nothing to do with me but it's just like <laughs> i nah dude like i i love this shit like this is this is me 
Like, yeah. This is what I do. You know. That's you good. Because I feel like it, it's a mature mindset to have to see past what fame really is or see past even what like money is. You, yeah, and, and, I, and I'd be lying to say I don't want to be famous. Who doesn't want to? Right, know? to a certain extent but though, it's like, right? You know? Yeah, exactly. But like, I'm going to stay at my house. I'm not going to be in the club and shit, you know? I, yeah. I love that. I did that. But it's like, I don't, I'm over it. Yeah. Because I'm not thing being famous with cool, you know, especially like me in the podcasting lane, I look at like someone like Joe Rogan, right? But I guarantee you, you can't like go to the store like randomly and just like shop. No, without... they're gonna be like, oh, Joe yeah, someone, you know, someone's it's gonna stupid. videotape him. Someone's gonna, and people will talk about that. You know, other podcasters yeah. that I listen to, they'll go to the gym or they'll go somewhere to the beach, and you know, one person will recognize them. And it's like if you're just trying to have a chill moment with your family or even by yourself, really. Yeah. And, and then sometimes it gets interrupted, especially when you're like at the level of famous, like a Kanye or. Yeah. A, you know Jay Z, those kind of people. Like those people mm. can't go anywhere. Household names. Yeah, yeah. So. and it's crazy that we even talking about that because we're not even we're, like we're close, but we're not like, you know, we're not even there yet. You know? Yeah. But it's like, I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I'm gonna be in the crib. He's gonna be out. You know, they're gonna come <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, I'm not know? gonna be the me. You know, yeah. Uber Eats. I'll be like <laughs> chilling. Like, <laughs> like that's all I do. You know. Yeah, I feel that. But uh, that's crazy. I don't know. It's for me. It's just like we're building his career together. Mm. It's about him and K-Wop, AD, whoever I'm working with. It's about them at the end of the day, mm. you know? And it's like, as a producer, I feel like producers don't want, like now, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm all down for like them to like step up and be like, yo, this is me. Mm-hmm. Like they're rapping even now, like Sunny Digital, all them, like they're yeah. rapping, it's fire. But it's like, it for me, what a producer is, is like, you're building up the artist. Mm. And it's like, it's, it's the Wim Show. That's, I've been telling them that forever. It's the Wim Show, 80 yeah. Show, K-Wop Show, whatever. Whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know, as a producer, I'm going to step back. Yeah. And the way you describe that kind of reminds me of like a coach or like any mentor or teacher. It's not even a coach because this fool knows more than me, but I, I understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. I understand yeah, like what you're saying. Yeah, like they're supposed to, you yeah. know, a coach supposed to give you the tools to that yeah. where you can play on the field because yeah. you can't be there on the field with you or mm-hmm. on the rink yeah. or whatever sport you're playing. No, you you're know? right though because I'd be telling him shit, you know? Yeah. If he wildin', I would tell you, if I'm wildin', he's been telling me. So Yeah, no. it, it back and forth, right. Yeah. Okay. But it's like that relationship with the producer and artist is super important. Mm. You know? And then like I was saying about the type B thing, you can go do that, but do you want to build a relationship with that artist or do you want to just get beats that sound like everyone else? You're mm-hmm. going to get lost in the sauce. Man. Stick to one producer and you're going to go You're going to go up. As long yeah. as the music's authentic and you believe in yourself. Right. A lot of people don't be believing in themselves. Mm. Facts. And eventually people are going to be making young serpent type beats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wing yeah. type beats. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. So do you want to follow or do you want to lead? Yeah. It's harder to lead, but once you get there, bro. Like, yeah, it's like I'd rather like, like take the L, quote unquote L's and just like not get any views and just stand back. But like they're going to know. Mm-hmm. And I think you mm-hmm. learn from those L's. So that's the most important thing out of all that, yeah, right? Dude, and, yeah, dude. Like especially as producers, like they'd be taking, they producers get taken advantage of all the time, and right. so have, so have I. Right. But it's like I don't look at that as like, oh fuck you, you know. I don't look at it like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. if I made a song with you and the song's out, as long as my credits on, you can get free beats all you want. Because if mm-hmm. I fuck with you, I'm gonna give you free shit. Yeah. If I like you, you know, if I fuck with the music, but if I don't, like, I have a website for that, you know. Mm-hmm. But. You know, like if I genuinely like like the movement, I'll probably hit you up first. You yeah. Know? I'll be like, yo, let's work. Yeah. You know, and then pay, like everyone could vouch for that. Everyone I've worked with, I've never paid. Like no one's paid. Mm. You know, like no one's paid. I just give them to them. Yeah. You know, I mean, people on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Like they'll pay, but like, I don't know them. Right. If I right. meet you, I shake your hand. I like you. You get a beat. I don't. Why? The audacity for me to be like, give me $20 for this when I ain't shit. Yeah. It's yeah. stupid. Like, uh, come on, dude. Like, mm-hmm. we're all trying to get the same dream together. Exactly, you know? yeah. You so gotta like, build. No, you know? I, I hope I can be a part of the journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Or at least their journey. Yeah. 
Now you mentioned something about getting screwed over. Was there a time in the industry? No, I get screwed got... over all the time. But it's like what I was didn't... the first time though, if you can recall. Uh, just the uh, basically, it's not even getting screwed over. It's just like not getting the credit for my work. Yeah. Okay. But that's at the end of the day, I don't care because they feel like if the song blew up, that means I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the right direction. I'm making the right song, and I'm you know, if and none of them blew up, so like, what does that fucking tell you? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's right. like if if it did. You know, I would have got my money eventually through the behind the scenes, but like, you know, I don't, I don't, it's like, I'm not shit right now to like, if it does happen, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, of course. You know? And then I think, I don't know, like a lot of producers mindsets are like, they just want the placements right there. I don't chase them. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it. I, I, I tell them this all the time. Like if I don't blow up with him, KWAP or whoever, like, do I really want it? Cause it's like, I'm not going to be chasing placements for 21 Savage or whoever. Yeah. Cause it's like that's all politics at the end of the day like i yeah, i want to build it up base. i want to build it up with an artist that i genuinely fuck with and we have a relationship with mm-hmm. and then just go up from there mm-hmm. you know it's like bro i can go get a fucking job dude like it's not it's not you know it's like i'm gonna, I'm gonna be good regardless mm-hmm. you know just like him he'd be fine like we have our history of work whatever like we'll go like but this shit's gonna work out and we're super confident in it so it's it's game over now there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> we got so much in the vault right now bro so much mm-hmm. by the way jake just sent, shout out visions by jake by the way he's one of my shooters um purple the video for purple Ooh. it's done purple at like 406k right now yeah, yeah. 406k yeah. that's my biggest song bro like yeah you know like we ain't yeah. shit but we still are like that's how i feel mm-hmm. that one yeah. i feel like just randomly blew up during quarantine and then we did a video and it, it's done it's it's ready and that was you released that a while back right it didn't come out in 2020 2018 is when yeah. it came out bro and it's 2021 now and it just blew up mid 2020 for some reason yeah quarantine mm-hmm. blew that shit quarantine up. blew it up yeah Oh, man, I made that beat at my grandma's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, I, you were probably there. I don't know if you recorded it there, but I don't remember where you recorded it. But I recorded it. That was good times. Like 2018 yeah. through like 2018 to like 2020 were like really good. Yeah. yeah. So really how, good times. So for you as an artist, what decides like a song that you want to make a music video for? Uh, it's just it's, it 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 speaks to me. Like it tells me like shoot a video. Mm-hmm. So I'm like okay. You know, it just depends on which one I feel ages well and will age well. Mm. Because some of them are songs for now and some of them are, are songs for forever. And Purple's one of those songs. Like, it's, it's I'm a hip-hop artist slash R&B, whatever, but that one is just music. And whatever songs I feel like is, is going gonna, is gonna to grab people's attention and is going to put us a step forward, I feel like that's the one. And sometimes there's songs that I really like and I can't really think of a visual for it. So mm. sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll have someone else think of it or I just won't do it at all. But sometimes I'll just go to sleep and I just I, I see what I want to see in a song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the visual is a whole like separate like realm of it. Like it's a yin and a yang. Mm. And we got the sound on lock. But then once a visual presents itself in my dreams or in my head then it's like i have to do it now like i'm called to do it mm. so i have to now so purple was it yeah you know what i mean i didn't ask for it to blow up i didn't ask for that but it's inevitable something's gonna happen if we move it, moving at this pace and it we got blessed with with a lot of attention on that one and it's still going up right now i can probably look it up and it's more than yesterday 
and I think that one really deserved a visual and and shout out Visions by Jake for doing that for us, man. And I can't wait to show you. He hasn't even seen it. Damn, okay. I'm the only one that's seen it. <laughs> but he's gonna send it over soon, man. Okay. Would you ever be on a music video? Maybe like in the background. Maybe, maybe. I, I I see myself at like that that back in it one maybe like like a turt one or something. Okay. Yeah. Just like in the background. Yeah, we got a song called Back In It. We got a song called Back In It. That's a lit one. I feel like we got to have at least like a three-second cameo of like a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. And we're about to get some 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 motorcycles and some, some Airbnbs and just like a bunch of stuff <laughs> for this one. Because I make a lot of melodic stuff, but the bangers, I don't know. I'll be sleeping on my bangers. I don't make a lot of banger videos. All the videos are like the bipolars, you know, yeah. and the purples and, 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 and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But back in it, I feel like is is one that it's been calling us. So I'm gonna answer. You know okay. what I mean? All right, sounds good then. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, so there's a few producers in the industry like Harry Fraud, Metro Boomin, the first come to mind. They have tags. Like, mm-hmm. what are what is your thoughts as far as like a producer putting a tag on? Oh, I got beat? one. Yeah, I got one. How does yeah. it? What does it sound like? Is it the? Is it it's the just laugh? that serpent. She did it. It's okay. the laugh. It's okay. the laugh. Yeah, it's the laugh. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it's her. All right. Yeah. What did the? Where did the idea originate from that? Um, I don't know. I just I needed a tag, so I got one. Like <laughs> I needed one. I was like, I need. One. I've been told it forever. I need a fucking tag. Yeah, I got one. Okay, we good. And it's fire. So <laughs> yeah. that's dope. That's everyone's gonna so everyone know that. Like the, they hear the laugh. I'm like, oh no. So, yeah. yeah. I just like I used her voice and I pitched it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Pitched it up like two octaves. Damn. Good. Okay. Look at you. There you go. Yeah. Did you get it first try or like did it take did it take some time? Dude, I literally took like. Like five minutes, ten minutes. It was, it was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said, "Hey, Got laugh him. in this, laugh in this mic." Yeah, no, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the dopest tag, bro. Just uh, super simple. I don't want to think about it too much. Just I needed a tag, so I got one. Okay. <laughs> Facts. Now, when I look at your project, the last project you had, "Heartbroken Heartbreakers," mm. when you guys make an album like that, are you guys piecing song to song by song together at one time, or is it kind of just gradually like one song here, one song there, then? eventually you put it together for now i I think we kind of went into the mode of like we're gonna make something so Mm -hmm. like every session was like we're doing it for that Mm -hmm. you know so yeah every session was like there wasn't an agenda but it was just like this is what we're working on it's not singles it's albums you know it was like it was funny because i think it was like two or three songs in Mm -hmm. where i noticed a pattern and like the the album titles kind of name itself so it was like two or three songs in and then i was like bro i have a concept heartbroken heartbreaker they're all in that. I want to tell a story now. Mm-hmm. Like at the at the very beginning, we were like it's single, 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 because that's like our mindset most of the time. Because singles just get farther. Mm-hmm. But um, a couple songs in, I was like, bro, I have a concept. And then from that point on, we were just like, okay, every like every single sample, every single beat, every single hook, every single verse is gonna go circle back to that original concept. Mm. And that's why Heartbroken Heartbreaker, I feel like is one of the best like bodies of work from front to back, mm. just because of that. You know, like very early on in the creation of those, the, the, uh, the songs, mm. we knew that it was, we knew what the concept was. Mm. You know, it wasn't just thrown together. It wasn't like mixtape, it was an album. Yeah, know? okay. Now, that dropped in 2020. I like to ask people this a lot because 2020 was a crazy year. Yeah. How did the uh, pandemic just kind of affect your everyday life? It made us go like more in. Like we made more music than ever. You mm-hmm. know? So I don't know. For music, like when you're like, you don't have you be with usually like one like under five people. So yeah, yeah. If anything, you should go harder during the pandemic unless you get it. You know. But, yeah, of course. Know, but that sucks. You know. But mm-hmm. you know, this I look at it as a time to just hustle more. Yeah. 
you know, as long as you're staying safe and doing your thing, you know, just keep working. Mm. That's what I notice a lot from people our generation, you know, like mid-20s. We all like, you know, we couldn't go outside. We couldn't go out and party or do the bars anymore or anything yeah. or do shows even. But like, I felt like a lot of people just started having different ideas and doing stuff online or whether, you know, it's making more music, that mm-hmm. kind of deal. And just kind of put us more at task, at least the, the, the driven ones. You know, not everyone, obviously, yeah, but yeah. there was a lot of people that just were like, okay, I really want to do this. Let's jump into this, trying different business ideas. And even if they flop, you can learn something from it, mm-hmm. though, you know? It's like sink or swim. This is the given times. Like sink or swim. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> We had a lot of time to think, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it exposed a lot of people, too, because there's a lot of rappers that just be in it for clout. They're, like, 90% clout. Like, that's mm. what they're physically made up of is just clout. <laughs> you know? And it's like you can't party no more. You can't be in the clubs. You can't show off, really, yeah. right. as much. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you really 2020 doing? 2020 was their expiration date. It's like, <laughs> it's like, think about it. Like, if, if you're out, like... I don't know if that's your whole spiel, like you're partying and you're on Instagram and it works, bro. That's what works nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it's like, are you dropping music? Like mm-hmm. when's the last time you dropped a song? Two months ago? You're fucking up. Yeah. Drop a song, bro. I've been telling this fool every week, but like, you know, we'll get there. But like, yeah, it's like, if you're not like during the pandemic, how many artists have released songs? Like I'm yeah. a, lot, a lot, a lot have, but like, but it's a lot less. there's no reason that you should have, you should have been had 10 drops in the last year, mm-hmm. you know? like of singles at least Mm -hmm. but everyone works different you know so i'm not hating on it but it's like like this is your time to work like everyone's inside this is your time to work on the craft so then you can further flaunt your bougie instagram bullshit yeah you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like like what are you gonna flaunt after the pandemic like what what do you have to show for all that time you were sitting on your ass yeah that's what i'm trying yeah so it's like we're working you know you gotta work you Mm -hmm. know like what are you doing like the instagram shit this it's gonna show a lot of the fakes because they're all their whole spiel is they're at the club you know they're doing their shit with their fake chains and all that shit yeah and it's like (laughs) you know like where's your songs like once once everything gets back to normal you Mm -hmm. know like where's your music yeah you should have had a whole album by then probably two shit yeah (laughs) like (laughs) like like, where's your shit you know it's all at the end of the day it's about the music like if you want to do this the flaunting and all that it all stems from music Mm -hmm. so your music better back up your bullshit yeah you know, and I call it bullshit because it is. Right. <laughs> and and I feel like even outside of music too, that pandemic time because a lot of stuff was shut shut down for so long. Like it, I think it helped. At least it helped me. You know, I feel like it helped a lot of my colleagues and friends. Like we we had different ideas. You know, we yeah. just we like went further along. Even if it wasn't making music, we had like different business ideas or just different hobby ideas. Or we we're trying different shit to where. Mm-hmm. We're discovering a little bit more about ourselves and what we're into yeah. and understanding what things we're not into and kind of pushing them to the side and kind of recategorizing things and what we want to spend time on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, it was a challenging time for sure, but I think we learned a lot from it, you know? Yeah, you make the best of it. Like, mm-hmm. where, where you're at, you just make the best of your situation. Mm-hmm. Do you guys got anything planned out for the rest of this year as far as... Do we got, like, 20 singles, like, ready? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we got this thing called Vault Season because it's a vault. Mm-hmm. And it's tis the season. So it's vault <laughs> season. So like 20, right? We got at least 20 songs right now yeah. that are done, like basically ready to be released. I'm just going to go back in on when it's time to release it. I'm going to go back in, hear it, you know, master it, do all the little last one percenters. Mm-hmm. But we got a lot of songs and they're all so different. Mm-hmm. Every single song is so different. I don't even know how else to explain it, but it's it's gonna be a it's going to be a journey and I can't wait to take people on it. You know, yeah. and every single one of those beats we made together and it was it was something like we explained earlier where it was like no nah, i don't like that one no i don't like that sample no not that one that's the one 
all right and then he'll just elaborate on it stretch it out do whatever speed it up slow it down whatever fits you know whatever is comfortable for me too and i'm just so proud of each one and i can't wait to take people on that you mm-hmm. know on that season um let's see what else we got going bro I want to do his fucking show. <laughs> I want to yeah, show no, people these bangers, bro. No, for sure, that's it'll come. Yeah, it'll come, I feel like I, this is the time to just stack. Yeah, it's a challenging time. I'm hoping like by the end of the summer, end of this year, if things get better. Yeah, it's tough to say, you know. I know, you know, working with kids, they're already like trying to push schools to go back in person. It's like okay, yeah. like you know, this is what we're doing. Like, yeah, just try and be prepared for it. But I feel like you know, more people, especially with the vaccine now, like. I think more people are comfortable going yeah. back to regular for sure uh, life. Whether you know, I don't know, we'll see. The all you can do is wait and see about that. Yeah. Now with the vault season, are you gonna continue to do the emojis? Because that's one thing I do okay, enjoy look. about your. Okay, look. So it's gonna be like an upgrade from that mm. because I like the emojis and everything, but I wanted something more, more made by me, mm-hmm. and more original. But it's gonna be the same thing. So it's gonna be instead of just an emoji that kind of tells the story of what the song is about it's going to be an actual picture mm. and i have this cool filter that i throw it's going to be the same filter so it's going to be very you know aesthetic very like a to z so to speak um but no more emojis no more emojis <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh what apple thinks of that but i like the emojis i was a fan of the emojis I'm, yeah. still, I'm still a fan of the emojis they'll always be there mm-hmm. but i wanted something that's like mine like a picture that he took or i took yeah that has to really do um, like for example we have a song coming out called One of One and there's a picture of like lightning like striking a tree mm. and they say like lightning never strikes twice in the same spot so it's like one of one yeah. you know it's just things like that it's the same the same like subconscious like concept mm-hmm. so those that know are gonna still know right but it's just more original and we I like to we like to own what we have you know yeah, the beats of course. the sounds the videos everything we have rights to everything so I'd rather just do it like that not have to deal with that later on mm-hmm um, but it's the same concept. Okay, there you go. I like you said with the emojis too. It's like something our generation has like such a, you know, you put two emojis back to back and you kind of like without even there doesn't have to be words where we understand like what those emojis back to back mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it could be any two emojis, but like we have this like, not it's not not his own language, but almost kind of. You it know, is yeah. Though. It's a visual yeah. language, like a song, like for example, Death Wish. Yeah. Two emojis. I put like a skull and then I put like a birthday cake. Yeah. It's a wish, you know, yeah. Death Wish, you know. Um, I don't know, but, it, but it's the same thing. It's it's kind of made it a little bit harder to come up with the with the cover art for the singles for Vault Season, but mm. I think we have like half of them done already. Mm-hmm. So they're working out. But sometimes we really text or or we we chilling and we just go back and forth on like, damn, like what's the best? Yeah. What's the best one? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what? It, like there was one that we that we thought of the other day, and you you were the one that thought of it. Was it? I, I think back in it was fucking difficult. Like, mm-hmm. oh to, yeah, back in it. But uh, the one he came up with was cool. Yeah, because um, we were because the song back in it. It's about being out of the, out of it, taking a hiatus, and doing you and recovering and doing the inner work, and then coming back. And um, we were trying to think of like, oh, is there like an is there like a boxer or or, or sports player that's known for comebacks? Mm. That's known for he overcame that and came back. Mm-hmm. And I we just couldn't think of anything that really really fit fit it. And plus we would have to kind of take a picture that wasn't ours to do yeah. it. Yeah. So we ended up getting some X-rays, and on the left side it's like an X-ray of a broken leg, and on the right there's like pins in it, and it's healed. Mm. So we back in it. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? homie's leg. 
Yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you, you actually, that's a real x-ray. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I was like, do one of you guys have to break your leg? Nah. Nah, bro. Yeah. We All break right. a leg every time we perform, though. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically. All right. Yeah. So when you guys have that many singles and you want to space them out and release them all, like, how do you guys decide on the order of what you guys want to do that in? Damn. Uh, it's probably just what, like, I guess, like, how, how he, I guess how he feels at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they all should be out every single week, but that's yeah. just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been telling it forever, but you got, you got, you got to, like, release it in a meaningful manner, like, what, you know, that what's going to, like, hit, you know? That's probably the hardest thing so. to figure out because I'm always emotionally attached to the one that I did last. Mm. And the other ones from, like, months ago, I'm like, okay, that's hard, but that's old to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's coming out still. I'm going to give it the same gas, but the one that I did last night, that's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, like, de- for me at least, because I'm so emotionally attached to this, to detach from that and be like, okay, yeah. this is what, this is what's going to be received. They're all coming out anyways, you know, but kind of just to be a third person yeah. and look down on what we're doing and decide which one is the best for the times, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, good stress to me. I'd rather have more. Like, they're done. You just got to, like, choose the order. That's good stress. For me. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're done. Like, they're all going to mm-hmm. go, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Good stress. Right on. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you too because he's trademarked organically gifted. Mm-hmm. What does being organically gifted mean to you? Literally how we met, dude. Like it was yeah. just like we didn't force anything. It just happened. Like and now we're where we're at, you know. And mm-hmm. we're like I said, we're selling shit. But once we are shit, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, we're we're something. But yeah, like, you, you gotta stop saying that. I feel what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah. It's like in my eyes, I'm not shit, dude. Like mm-hmm. no. Like, hey, I don't know, but like he was posting the other day, he's got fans everywhere around oh, the world. Oh, I know he does. So, you Fuck know, yeah. like that's. I, I say that for myself, you know, right, just to yeah. keep me, you know, humble. I guess. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing what I'm gonna do regardless. So, mm-hmm. but you let know, it be it's... known that you ain't shit, or oh, that you sure. are shit. That you are shit. Yeah, 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 that. <laughs> you're but, not like, not yeah. shit. Not shit. No, definitely. We're making some noise. We're making some noise, but you know, it's gonna get louder. Okay, so, in for you to say, for you to no longer say that we ain't shit, what would have to happen? I don't know, bro. If I'm if I'm like 100 happy with what I'm doing with music, I'm mm. I'm, I'm the shit. Okay. It's all about happiness for me because this is what I love and this is what I want. So like, if I'm 100 happy doing it, I'm straight. I think it's because he knows nothing to do with money or whatever. It's just like I I love this shit so much that it's like I know I love it more than you or whoever else. Mm-hmm. It's like nah, dude. It's game over. Thanks. Cool. So going back to the singles, we already talked about how you're gonna order them and everything. Is there one particular song that's going to come out first that the people should have their eyes on? Damn. I mean, I got favorites. What's your favorite? Old Days. He likes Old Days. He likes this one. And it was crazy. The, the cover art, just a spoiler alert, we went to the elementary school that we went to. Holy together. Family? Holy Family. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Private we hopped the fence past security. <laughs> They were armed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, we gotta get that picture of the swig or the playground yeah, or something. Bro. We gotta get it because it's about being young and about the youth and how like they say the gift of being young is wasted on the youth mm. and all that because kids have so much energy but no wisdom and then people that are older have wisdom but no energy. Mm. So I've always been conscious of that. Like, no, I know I'm getting older ish, but no, I'm gonna keep going. You know what I mean? And yeah. use the wisdom and and pretend like I have that fucking five year old energy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we hopped the fence. There was no security. We hopped the <laughs> fence, <laughs> and and we took the picture and everything. We edited it, threw the filter on, and I was like, "Bro, this shit nostalgic as hell." And people that know are gonna know. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, since the song called "Old Days," that's his favorite. That's up there for me. There's, I, would say, I got a lot of favorites, but that that's 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 a smash. They're all sure. my favorite. Like that, I love that song. They're all my favorite. Yeah. I like I like our father. Mm. Yeah, that's a good. That one one's too. gonna come out too. Growing up, Christian now being Christian slash spiritual. Yeah. Um, I feel like or Catholic slash spiritual. Sorry. Um, I feel like it's like I'm blending a lot of that into into the music, and uh, I try to make it relatable at the same time as it being a piece of me mm-hmm. unapologetically you know yeah. so our father is probably my favorite i have to say yeah, old days probably loved, your favorite I, lo- I loved our father too yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> no nah, dude we got we got we made one like last week that was fire too like the middle ground middle ground <laughs> shit middle they're ground. all fire dude like yeah i don't know like this fool sings like crazy so yeah no i if you can <laughs> sing on a good hook and then like you can start like you can go from like a singing hook and then you just start with bars like mm-hmm. from singing to like it's insane Damn. like you just start rapping like he's got he could rap yeah you know i feel like if you're a rapper you better rap you better know how to rap you yeah know? like melodies whatever it's fine but like you better know how to rap mm-hmm. you know like hip-hop right like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's a combination of both you know yeah, and dude, how you like, use them you gotta be able to rap right now you're talking about old days the nostalgicness of being a child Mm-hmm. What were some of your favorite things doing as a kid that you miss? Probably skateboarding. Just not, skateboarding. Just not paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> skating, yeah. He's skateboarding, still skateboarding, dude, was just like, that's, yeah. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I still love it, dude. Like, motocross for me. Mm-hmm. I grew up since I was like seven years old racing motocross. Still my favorite sport. I watch it every Saturday. People don't really know it. It's not really mainstream, but to me, it's like the biggest thing. It's To me, it's like watching the Super Bowl every Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited for that than the Super Bowl. I don't really even watch I'm gonna get hate for this, but I don't even watch basketball anymore unless it's the playoffs, and I don't even watch football unless it's you know like close to the, excuse me, close to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, but motocross for me is that sport mm-hmm. for me, and I used to love doing it, and that's why when we're shooting back in it, my homie's got some dirt bikes. I just bought a new gear set. Nice. I still have my boots, my helmet, goggles, yeah, gloves, damn. everything. Yeah, that's, that's hard. Taking so, it to the roots, bro. Man. It's that's... really gonna be like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. For real, yeah, dude. Like like being like a kid, like. If you can think like when you were like a kid, like you didn't, all you had to worry about was getting home before dinner or whatever, the, whatever the fuck yeah. everyone's thing was. Such like if you thing. can live that for the rest of your life, shit, I'm I'm gonna find a way because that's yeah. fire. Yeah, like, that's dope. You know, so mm. I don't know. And I feel like skateboarding is really, it's always been big, but I definitely like now working with in that Garden Grove area, like skateboarding is huge. And like it's my, I grew up in Santa Ana, Orange, a little bit of Anaheim, but like. I never really got to see Garden Grove, and now working with the kids there, they all love skateboarding. Yeah, it's, so, it's so huge. And I, I'm from Santa Ana too, but like mm-hmm. it's like the skateboarding is like it teaches like a lot of shit, dude. Like mm-hmm. discipline, all that. Like you're not gonna get the clip unless you land it, right? Yeah. So like you better do it, or you're gonna you're gonna not gonna get the part in the video or whatever, you know. And I used yeah. to do all that shit too. Yeah. So fun, dude. I miss that shit, but you know, it's what it, you know, you mm-hmm. move on, but skateboarding bro it, that can teach you a lot of life lessons and people that skate know that yeah you know? of course hell yeah i think i mean anything that you kind of like really fully invest in can teach you life lessons yeah but i, I hate how like there's such a around a few different things but like negative stereotypes around skateboarding you know and like people think of skateboarders and like oh there's these delinquents or yada yada they're yada. the most creative out of everybody else dude true true that you ever see the uh the movie what was it mid 90s right I dude, I haven't watched it for mm. for as much hype that I've wanted to watch it so much. We're gonna watch that shit, but I want to watch it. Yeah, please <laughs> do. Yeah, yeah. Tell I'm me how you like that. I've never even heard of that movie. 
It's yeah. a Jonah Hill directed that. Jonah shit. Hill directed it. Yeah. Damn, Jonah. You've watched it, right? Bad, is it good? Bro. It's pretty good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Like, have you seen Kids? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, I, I heard it was like the same like Kids vibe, but like uh, not as dark. You know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've seen Kids in. Yeah. 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 Kid, you should watch Kids. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Did you ever have any bad injuries while skateboarding? No. I mean, yeah. I like my knee and shit, but that's about it. Yeah. I got pretty lucky. Okay. I got sacked on a rail one time. Oh. What does sack mean? Like your nuts go. Oh, like, oh. Okay. yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Wait, I know what this means." Yeah, I got a video too. It sucks. Oh, <laughs> I've seen it. I can't. Yeah. I only watched it once. I can't watch. But yeah, it. dude, no. Like skateboarding is like insane. Like I love that shit so much. Like I still do. Like I'll still skate when I can. Yeah, it's oh. super fun. Mm-hmm. And like, what about? I'll never give that up. <laughs> what about you with motocross? Ever any had been bad injuries? Um, I mean, I had like a concussion one time. Um, there was like a jump. And there was a turn right after. And it was like, it was a long straightaway going into a jump. And it's almost like you can't hit the jump too fast because the turn, you have to downside the jump and then make the turn real fast. Mm. So I forgot. I was just racing this this guy who I knew was faster than me. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to just pin it. I'm going to pin it. And all of a sudden I see him let off the gas. And I'm like, oh shit. And the jump's right there. So I freaking take off. And I literally <laughs> land like in the turn. I fly off the turn. And I literally like bounced and flew off, bro. I landed on my head. And I just, I didn't even remember anything Damn. after that. But I just remember like for the next couple days, like I had, a, I had trouble remembering shit. And everything was like super, super blurry. And like, I just remember just blacking out kind of. Damn, it was tough. Yeah. He was really bad. Mm-hmm. But luckily, I mean, my homie, you know him, my homie Justin. Yeah. Um, I actually, I had to, like, sell my bike. Long story, but I had to sell my bike and everything. Had to kind of get out of the game. Mm-hmm. He was still kind of in it. And uh, he ended up going. He actually called me, and I couldn't go because I didn't answer. Because we go early in the morning. And um, I call him back. I was like, hey, I missed your call. He didn't answer for, like, a week. I was like, what's wrong? I find out from his family that he broke his femur. Ooh, like that's the hardest damn. bone to break yeah and i called him one. i finally got a chance to talk to him about it and he told me you think it was like the biggest jump on the track or like he got landed on or like something crazy he was just going through a turn bro <laughs> you put your foot out when you're sliding or whatever and i guess he like slid out and his leg went under the bike and he fell the other way and he snapped that shit in half Ooh. bro and he showed me the the x-ray Ooh. and all that and dude that oh man that's, that's crazy. like the worst bone to break too i heard that's just super painful yeah he's yeah. got pins in there and they said if he breaks it again they might have to amputate his leg or he'll never walk again or some shit Fuck. damn bro great yeah. guy dude just is a great guy yeah, yeah. Great guy. yeah and i and i hit him up too to be in the video and he's down damn. but I, if he if he gets hurt i'll never ever forgive myself but he's good he's he's bro he's always been faster than me he's a badass damn but yeah luckily for me just a concussion and I got hurt more in football. I mean, I, I, I freaking dislocated my shoulder twice. Mm-hmm. But nothing, I've never broken a bone, knock on wood, but um, yeah, hopefully that never happens. <laughs> hopefully never. Yeah. All but right. if, if it does, during the music video, keep that shit rolling, bro. <laughs> keep that shit rolling. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> hopefully not, though. All right, all right. So sticking with the theme of like being a kid, what were some of like, if you can recall back, what did you really want to be when you were like I don't know six at your youngest age I a pro skateboarder for sure yeah like that's what I was trying to chase before I found music mm-hmm. and then like I was like music I'm like alright I have a better chance of doing music than skating so <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was always, I was good at what I did but I was always scared to try new things mm. with skating and that's like that's a big no no for skating you have to try stuff mm-hmm. so I you know I phased out of that eventually but I was still really good at skating but 
you know, music was like, I can really show like my like brain, you know, mm. I could really show like what I could do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that for me, it was motocross for sure. Like as a young kid, I was idolizing, uh, Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Bubba Stewart, all those dudes. And I was like, dude, I want to do that. And I was doing races and stuff, but it started like kind of becoming unrealistic. Like once I went to high school, because those dudes that go pro, it requires you being homeschooled mm. and you training and riding every single day. Mm. And I was just going once a week, like on Saturday or Sunday mornings and stuff. I'd drive an hour to the track or the racetrack or whatever. And I was like, you know what? People be going pro at 15, 16. And like, I'm already like in high school and it's, it's Damn. you know, and, that, and, then, and then school and football, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it just started taking over. And I, I always, when I was at football practice, I was always like, I wish this was motocross, bro. Yeah. <laughs> because I, like, I had fire for football, but I knew that once my senior year was over, I wasn't going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Even if I got an offer, I wasn't going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, motocross was like my, my first, my first love. And then skating, I got into skating kind of like fifth, sixth, seventh grade. I did that for probably three or four years and I made a bunch of videos and stuff and <laughs> It teaches you commitment, you know, because yeah. I mean? when you're going off the stairs and shit and you see that shit flipping, bro, like yeah. you don't care. You're not thinking about like, I'm going to get hurt. You think about I'm a, I'm a, I'm making the highlight reel right now. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? And there's so many ways it could go wrong. And when it doesn't, you're like, damn, I did that against yeah. all odds. Skateboarding could teach people a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. If like, if you're in it, like if people that are in it, they know, like it can teach you a lot. Yeah. Like it's like. You either do it or you don't, and if you don't, you don't get the cool thing, you know? You don't, yeah. You don't get the staple of, like, yo, I did this. Of course. So it's like, you either do it or you don't. Yeah. You know? And I kind of incorporate that with the music, like, mm-hmm. either make a hit or it's a flop. <laughs> right. And I think back to, like, the sport we play, football, like, a lot of people want to be football players and be the person to catch touchdown passes or throw them or run them, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a lot of shit behind the scenes you got to do, too, and you got to... You know, keep trying things until you get better make and eventually... Make the fucking free throws, dude. Exactly, or make the fucking free throws, same thing with, like, any sport. And I feel like, you know, those, those are... What do you call those, like, X game kind of sports? Skateboarding, yeah, whatever. Yeah, extreme sports. Extreme sports, you know what I'm saying? It's, but it's still a sport at the end of the day, and there's a lot to learn. There's martial arts, that's also another mm-hmm. type of sport, but there's a lot to learn from it, you know? Yeah. You can't just, like, start kung fuing people, like, <laughs> sure, right, dude, right yeah. away. You gotta learn Man, the basic all, kick. That's crazy you bring that up, because that's on my bucket list. I want to become a black belt in something. Oh. I want to learn same, uh, kickboxing same, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm. I want to be able to be like, nigga, I will kill you with my hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't Bro, know. Krav Maga, y'all heard of Krav Maga? Yeah, that shit crazy. They teach you how to kill people. <laughs> right, with your hands, too. That I shit's think... crazy. Like, they teach you, like, pressure points, I think. Yeah. I know, like, pressure like, points. That's, yeah. like, honestly some secret agent shit. Yeah, you can yeah. I had a homie that did that and he's like yo I got you <laughs> I don't know if you remember there was a like one of our CrossFit coaches in football he like taught Krav Maga like in the Middle East somewhere oh dude I forgot his name but I just remember like he would always talk about that shit I, remember, I, I think yeah. they use it in like guerrilla warfare I don't know if I'm mistaken but like guerrilla warfare or something like that mm-hmm. dude they, they like taught them that like like you can kill a motherfucker just by like hitting their one think part or whatever yeah you, you hit it a certain way it'll stop their fucking heart or at least bro. knock them out or whatever I don't know how it works but something like that that's crazy I remember we used to have a lot of crazy CrossFit people bro Ansys was insane he was yeah bad, bro <laughs> he, he brought in this one guy I might be the same guy as some white dude yeah and, and he he taught like BJ Penn uh-huh. who does MMA too Ooh. and he he made us do like this crazy CrossFit workout and I remember another time we went out to the field too and he brought in someone from like the military like a bunch of people from the military mm-hmm. and everyone that was in shape was like I got this I got this literally there's like 10 guys puking like oh that. yeah and we were in shape like 
in our peak we thought yeah of, yeah of like being in shape and we did that that workout and like people were throwing up passing out and like it was crazy bro it was always the next level and i want to get there bro i want to get there i've been working out for like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> new year's resolution yeah man. for real bro 2021 Shit. man but um yeah dude i just want to push my body and my mind to the to the limit this year yeah i think it'd be cool to just like spar for fun too like eventually i want to learn muay thai Mm-hmm. And just like I don't ever want to do it for like money or like our, or I want to say that, but I don't ever do it like for MMA or UFC, like anything big, but just like for fun, like you know, like in the gym, obviously controlled environment, probably got a face guard on, you know, but just yeah. I feel like that'd be fun, just to like yeah, cool. you know go at it with someone, because I, I remember as a kid I used to like play fighting, but after a certain age, it's like you're gonna hurt each other. Yeah, you're gonna hurt <laughs> each other. You're gonna hurt each other, but like other yeah. kids didn't like it. You know what I mean? Like not every kid was like, oh yeah, like down to wrestle and. You know, my uncles, my dad, they all wrestled in high school. They're all, it's like a big time wrestling family. Yeah. It's surprising that I never wrestled, but I just, you know, I liked doing that as a kid and it would be cool to just like, you know, spar around yeah. that, like with people. Definitely. I did that shit in high school. I never went. Wrestling? <laughs> I never yeah. went. Yeah. 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 Man, those <laughs> workouts look exhausting. Yo, yeah. Roddy knows, bro. Color by Roddy, he was my partner. He, we never, we dished all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like we just, so, he knows. <laughs> we dished all the time. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Roddy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he was the man. All right, all right. So before we wrap things up, I do like to ask these like fun, introspective questions. I've already asked you, so we can probably like just cool. react to what he answers. I bet. Yeah. Um, if you could have any toppings on a pizza, what would they be? Pepperoni, bro. That's it. Just classic pepperoni. I like onion and like jalapeno, maybe. Okay. Yeah, but right. that's super basic. You dip it in ranch, though. She put me on ranch. Yeah, I like ranch. Yeah. I do like the ranch. Yeah. I do like the ranch. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right on. I, I, I was super hating on it before, but I do like the ranch. Okay. Uh, if you could talk to, let's say, three people, dead or alive, who would you want to speak to the most? Elon Musk, for sure. Okay. Jay Dilla. Mm. And Kanye. Kanye? Okay. Yeah. Probably right. that, yeah. Okay. So if you were stranded on an island, but food and water provided, what are three things you'd like to bring to pass the time? Does a plane count? Because I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna get my ass <laughs> off that island. I'm I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, we can get that. <laughs> a, plane. a plane and a pilot <laughs> and some tequila, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, so I'm good on my way home. <laughs> so all right, all right, fair yeah. enough. But but realistically, a computer and my 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 com- keyboard. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good then. And internet access. Yeah. <laughs> Wi Fi router. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Pretty simple. Yeah. If you could uh, be reincarnated to any animal, what would they be? Lion. Mm. Lions are cool. Okay. <laughs> Lions are cool. <laughs> Scary as hell, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. Lion. But you're like the king of the jungle. Like, no one's going to yeah, fuck dude. with you. No. Yeah. Lion or a bear? Mm. One of those. No still top of no the food chain yeah exactly you know what i mean and the bears can open trash cans you know yeah dude yeah. <laughs> they're smart yeah, as shit they are yeah. <laughs> fuck a bear dude i'm so scared of bears fuck yeah. that dude i scared you bro <laughs> <laughs> all right all right and then last question if you could give any advice to your younger self what would it be my younger self yeah keep going dude mm-hmm. keep going like i'm not shit like i said <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm like, nah, keep going, dude, because I'm doing I'm doing the right thing. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep making music. Okay, that's it. Right on. Well, thank you guys again for hopping on the show. Go ahead and plug, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, plug Let's whatever go. you need to plug. Promote website. Nah, Shout out eighty and K Wop for sure. Yes, sir. <laughs>
at Young Servants, my right hand, right, my left hand right here, and then at Wim underscore the underscore musician. Okay. And then organically dot gifted. We try and get that merch. Yes. Uh-huh. Cop the merch. Cop the merch. Shout out to yeah. Wim. Yeah. Shout out to Young Serpent. Shout out to you, the listener. Thank you guys. Yes, sir. Yep. My mic and I. Yes, sir. Boom, that's going to do it for another episode of the My Mike and I podcast, episode 146. And hey, if you really like that episode and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd greatly appreciate it if you left a rating and review. Help new listeners get a gauge on what the show is all about. And if you're listening on any other platform like Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, be sure to just follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast homepage. You can also follow the podcast on social media at my period Mike and period I. I like to promote audio and visual snippets from the show on there. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I like to promote the show on that platform as well. It's more of a personal account though, so beware for my sports takes, for my pop culture takes, react to news, all that kind of good stuff. That's at underscore Noah Alvarez. Like I said in the beginning, shout out to True 100 Radio. Be sure to check out their platform for all your podcasts and local Orange County needs. That's spelled T-R-U, the number one, 100radio.com. Shout out to you, the listener, guys. And before we wrap things up, man, just a reminder to chase your dreams, not checks. Never stop seeking knowledge. And I hope you continue to persevere through whatever obstacle you may be facing this week, this month, this this moment. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, I hope it reaches to you and you get that slightest bit of encouragement to continue to persevere, continue to push through, continue to accomplish whatever you set out to accomplish, whatever goal that you have laid out in front of you. And yeah, just sending nothing but peace, love, positive vibes to you. And yeah, shout out to Generic Sports for producing the instrumental, playing in the background. Shout out to Vince Correa, who made the Mamaika and I logo. And shout out to everyone who's spreading peace, love, and positivity. All right, that's going to wrap it up for another episode. I'm Noah Alvarez, the host of the Mamaika and I podcast. Signing off.